present with God in my hand holding. So I want to be really honest up front just to start this out and let you know what I intend to do. I was reading a verse in scripture as a part of a Bible reading plan and I got a hold of this idea of God holding our hand. The verse itself is really simple. For I, the Lord your God, hold your hand. It's Isaiah 41 verse 13. And I just got flipped on by that idea of a God who holds our hands and just let my mind just sort of, you know, roll that over and chew on it for a while. And so here's what's going to happen. I am just going to eat off of this idea for as long as I can. We're going to take this metaphor, we're going to twist it and torture it. We are going to squeeze it for every little drop that it has for us because there is so much so much that i experienced when i started to think about what does it mean for us to have a god who holds our hand what does hand holding mean and so then i just started to live in in that world and just kind of experience what does it mean to have a god who holds hands and the first thing that came to mind was that you hold hands when someone's leading you. Someone takes you by the hand and just says, this is the way we're going. And they just, they just lead you. I don't know if any of you've been in a Midwestern corn maze before, an old fashioned October corn maze. We have one here in Normal. And a corn maze is the perfect place for hand-holding. Because, you know, if you go into a corn maze, what happens is that it's all corn. You know, and it's this labyrinth that has been cut into this cornfield. And once you get later in the season, before everything gets cut down, the corn can be, you know, two feet above your head. You can't see anything. You can barely hear anything. You're walking through this cornfield and you can just get totally lost. And what you need in that moment is you need somebody who knows the way out. You need somebody who's been through it enough times, who's bought ticket after ticket or has the season pass and has knows every inch of that place, knows every turn and knows every ear and can identify the next step and knows exactly where to go. And what you need that person to do is to come up to you, to grab you by the hand and say, let's go. I know the way out. And so then I just got, I just exploded with that idea. I am the Lord your God who holds your hand. And when we get present with God in those moments, when we recognize that we don't know the way out, we don't know the next right step to take, we don't know what direction we're headed in, we don't know where we're going, and so we need God to take our hand. And we need to let go of our plans and strategies and reading the wind directions and the sunset to know which we know. We need to stop. We need him to come to hold our hand and to lead us out. Because he's the Lord, your God, who holds your hand and who leads 
And the second thing, you know, when it came to mind when I thought of hand-holding was just that we hold hands when we need comforted. The thing that came to mind for me was an old funeral home in Mount Carmel, Illinois, where I grew up. It was just a big old house that had got converted into a funeral home. And there's nothing special about it except it's a place of of hand-holding. Visitations are places where a lot of hand-holding takes place. Where people sit and, um, and they tell stories and they share memories and they cry and they laugh and they place hands on each other and they say, we're going to get through this. Because holding hands is comforting. It is an expression of empathy and understanding. It's a communication of hope. And sometimes, man, when we need to get present with God, that's what we need from Him. Is we just need that God who's been in the suck with us the whole time. We need the presence of that God who sent his son to experience everything that we experience so that he sympathizes with us in our weaknesses. That, that God who comes to us and holds our hand. We don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything. Just feel the comfort of being in my presence. For I am the Lord your God who holds your hand. And then I started thinking about we hold hands when we need help to balance. And my mind just flashed on the idea of curb walking. Do you remember curb walking? Do you remember when you were brave or crazy or stupid or bored enough? I don't know what it was, but it usually was childhood. Didn't you love to walk curbs? And, the, you know, the curb level 10,000 was when there was a retaining wall. You ever you ever walk along or there's a retaining wall and you get to step up onto the wall and you just kind of felt like an acrobat for a while while you walked along. And what you needed, right, when you were, especially when you were really little and you're just starting out your curb walking career, what you need is someone to hold your hand. You need someone to walk alongside of you to help to steady you, to give you balance. And for the most part, you could make it on your own, but there were times when you were distracted or you stopped looking, you stopped paying attention or your foot slipped and you started and you, you needed a hand. You needed a hand to, to steady you. And there are times in our lives when we're present with God and that's what we need from him is that the world feels topsy-turvy upside down and we've lost our equilibrium and everything has been turned on its head and we just feel this sense of falling um, and we just need a hand to hold just a hand to steady us to give us that confidence and comfort to know that we're we're okay we're still up we're not going down you know, we need that to give us balance and um, to set us up right again. For I, the Lord your God, hold your hand. And then there are times when um, 
when we need to hold hands just because we need a little dose of courage. Uh, my daughter and Charisma and I, we share a lot of things with each other, but one of the things that we we really share is a passion for Marvel movies. We just love Marvel movies. And Marvel movies are to her what Star Wars was to me when I was her age, and I love getting to share that sort of geek culture with her. We go to the opening of every Marvel movie. We we go on opening night. We sit in the theater. We buy our tickets as soon as they come online. We buy reserved seat tickets so that we get good seats middle of the row, three-fourths of the way back. We go to our theater that we love to go to. It's an event that we plan for. I love going to that. But I remember when she was a little bit younger, one of the movies that we went to see, there's just some parts of it that were a little bit disturbing. And probably it was PG-13 when she was probably 11 or 12. And so maybe a little bit more advanced and maybe not the best parenting decision to take her to this movie before I saw it, but still. But what happened was is that when those moments in the film came and she was really starting to feel like she... She, she needed a hand, right? And holding my hand didn't change the movie. It didn't change the images or the sounds. It didn't alter the environment that we were in. It made no substantial changes. But somehow holding a hand just gave her that courage that she needed. And there are times in our walking with God life that we need to get present with God so that he can be our courage. And when the fear of the next right step that we know we need to take becomes overwhelming, or the, the fear of failure, or the fear of abandonment, or the fear of rejection, or the fear of our future, whatever your fear is, your financial woes, or your diagnosis, or whatever your fear is, you just need a God who's present with you, who's going to sit there in the theater with you and hold your hand. And it may not change anything of those external situations or those external circumstances at all, except being in his presence and holding his hand changes you. And it gives you courage. Because I am the Lord your God. I hold your hand. But then, of course, the one image that I just want to squeeze a little bit more out of this, is that holding hands is intimacy. It's romantic. It's intimate connection. I remember that first time. It was a campfire, a Thursday night at Oil Belt Service Camp. And this girl that I had been awkwardly flirting with all week and we sat next to each other at campfire, and I just remember that experience of slowly over the course of several worship songs played on acoustic guitar, um, I inched and centimetered my hand closer and closer to hers. And then in an instant, our fingers found their places, and our hands grasped each other, and Two sweaty palms joined in an explosion of ecstatic joy. And even now, 
when you walk hand in hand with your partner or you hold your baby's hand there's a connection there's an intimacy to that experience that is unexplainable and maybe that's the best way that we can think of what it's like to have a God who holds our hand it's a God who wants to share with us that most intimate of connection he just wants to hold our hand because at the end of the day he is our father we are his baby he just wants to have our little fingers wrapped around his. For I, the Lord your God, hold your hand.